Hello and welcome to Clarity. This is our podcast where we're hoping to see Jesus more clearly in this upcoming year as a family of faith here at our church. My name is Garland. I'm Aaron. And I'm Finley. And we're so glad that you are here joining us. Uh, on our previous episode, we kind of gave the big picture why of, of why we're doing this, why we're carving out a year uh, to, to go through a book together as a family of faith to to see Jesus more clearly, to get a better vision of Jesus, and uh, hopefully to see what that does in our lives and in our church and in our city. And uh, today on this, uh, this particular episode, what we thought we would do is explain how to make this particular book work in each of our individual lives? What does it look like to to make this book work for us in our families, in our discipleship, in our small groups? There's a lot of material in here. And so uh, ideally, you've bought the book. You are going to have the book. You're going to keep it with you. It's going to have daily things for you in this book. And we want to talk about what does it look like to really make this work. And so uh, I couldn't think of two better guys to kind of come alongside to, to make, illuminate this for us. And you two, we've got uh, decades of ministry experience uh, in not only with families, but young adults and adults. And so w- now we get to look at it. So Aaron, would you just walk us through what this book has for each of us? And that'll kind of give us the lay of the land. Yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, there's actually a lot of different um, things in this book. Uh, each week and each day, there's just a, a a ton of different resources and things in the book. So uh, there's a daily reading plan. Uh, there are weekly devos. There are reflection questions, discussion questions. So there's a bunch of different uh, elements to this. And so our goal is just that people would be reading uh, their Bible. They'd be reading the Word, uh, just digging into it. Um, and so then there's some different family discipleship rhythms within there. Uh, there's just a lot of a lot of stuff in this book uh, to hopefully get people to engage more with Jesus, to learn more about who He is, fall more in love with Him. And so I think it's going to be really great. Yeah. So I, I know for me personally, I tend to get bogged down by lots of curriculum, lots of things like this. Uh, some people that are super type A, this is right up their alley as they see all this. And so uh, what we really want here is we want to ask our people to practice spiritual discipline and obeying the Lord and, and, and reading their Bibles and praying as families, as individuals. And that can be daunting for some people. And so just Give us some practical steps, some advice that y'all might have, that we might have on just what does it look like to bring this to life? Finn? Yeah, I think I think one of the cool things that we're going to get to experience is we we've got a year already planned out. Uh, we we've got a we've got a purpose kind of laid out before you, and so if you're coming at this with very little spiritual background and and kind of a lack of direction, we've got it. And we, we want to see this kind of play out over the course of the year as hopefully you you continue to stay faithful and to do this. Or if you've got people in your life, it could be kids, it could be people that you are trying to engage at work, it could be a, a small group um, that you're interacting with on a, on a frequent basis, and you need a tool, you need something that you can all go through together. This is also for you. If you have just found that you're in a season personally where you're just... Um, dry or lacking some direction and and you just need something that is enriching and something that feels as if you're a part of something bigger and you're kind of going to get the opportunity to kind of get swept up into what's going on here at the church, this is also for you. And so there's a lot of great uh, intention and, and prayers and dreams and 
purposes that we've put together here that we really are excited about, no matter where you are um, in your relationship with the Lord in this season. So one of the things that uh, that I think I've noticed in a lot of people I do community with is uh, reading the Bible. That can be uh, challenging, and we got we got daily reading plans in here. Uh, so walk us through. Just I about to ask both of you. When you have what we often as Christians, I think, call a quiet time or time with the Lord, like what does that look like and how has that been helpful for y'all in life? Like for, for me, it helps to have a Bible that I can read. Uh, and so a Bible and a translation that I can make sense of. And uh, that might be just my first piece of advice for anybody listening to this and going through clarity is if you've got a translation of the Bible that just is hard for you to understand, then maybe it's maybe it'd be a good practice for the this season as we go through this to, to buy a brand new Bible, get a pen and start marking up a Bible you can understand. Uh, but what does that look like for y'all in your your quiet time to spend time with the Lord? Is it in your car only on the little app or what does it look like to get quality time with the, the Lord in each of your lives? Well, for me, I think uh, something that's really important is just to read a section of scripture and then to think about it throughout the day. And so uh, I've done a lot of those uh, or several of those reading plans where you're trying to get through the whole Bible in a year and you're reading four or five chapters of the Bible uh, each day, and uh, I just tend to get way behind on those and never finish them. So I'm really excited about what this will look like for us when we, um, you know, when we design this, it has daily readings that aren't designed. We're not trying to get through the entire Bible over this next year. What we're trying to do is reintroduce ourselves to who Jesus is and fall more in love with him. So I'm excited just to get a chance to go through this plan and read a a small section of scripture and then just think about it throughout the day and process what uh, God wants to teach me through that and just think about that more deeply and hopefully allow the Holy Spirit to continue to speak into my life as the day goes on. Yeah, I think, I think for me, one of the things that I've, I've just become more and more convinced of over the years is as I, as I read the Bible, whether it's kind of in large chunks or just a, a few verses, I, I just so often find myself coming back to those verses, coming back to what I'm reading within a few days in the conversation that I'm having, whether it's with my kids, whether it's with someone I'm having lunch with. I just find that God's word finds its way into my life from my time uh, kind of privately to kind of a more public space a lot of times. And so um, I, I think that this is going to be a huge opportunity for us to not only see that kind of happen um, maybe even by accident, but like we as a church can do this on purpose, that if we as a body of believers are all um, reading the same things as a church over the course of the year, we, we can engage each other and kind of go, what was it like reading through this portion of Matthew or this New Testament letter that was going on? Like we, we are going to get it uh, in so many different ways, seeing kind of God's word show up. And so I'm, I think it's going to be a huge asset for us to kind of do together. So getting really practical, is that morning for you? You said you think about it all day. You get up in the morning and and that's where this happens for you? Yes. Yeah. Primarily it's in the morning. Uh, if I wait till the night, I'm usually falling asleep and it just doesn't happen. So for me, I have to prioritize that in the morning. Otherwise, Finley, morning? I'm out. You, yeah. It's, it depends. You got it, it, yeah, it, yeah, it teenagers. Just, it all, just yeah. kind of depends on, on, on how early we had to start uh, sending people around town. And so sometimes it's morning, sometimes it's afternoon. Um, so it, it can be in the evening. Um, just trying to find time to, to make it a party. Yeah. I always, I always tell people, and this has been true in my life. Uh, there's some basic 
practices as you're appropriating this book in your life just to consider like first and foremost i always tell people find your spot uh if every time you try to pray or read your bible it's uh in your bed like in your dorm room or it's in your bed like at your house and you fall asleep because it's either late at night or early in the morning that ain't your spot and you're probably actually not going to be able to pray or read your bible that way because you keep falling asleep and so for other people like for me it has to be out of my house because i get really distracted uh, i'm always thinking i should fix that or or I, my kids are going crazy, or it makes me I want to play Xbox or something. It's always for me in a busy coffee shop with lots of noise. Yet for other people, a busy coffee shop with lots of noise would be the last place where you can read your Bible. What we want to ask, just you out there as you're going through this, find your spot. Uh, and if you're consistently finding nothing but distractions, it's probably not your spot. And then just another practical thing I always say is put your phone on Do Not Disturb and turn it upside down. Uh, just a simple 15, 20 minutes, we're so inundated with our phones every day, bombarded with stuff. What would it look like this year just to actually carve out time to not be distracted? And uh, I know for me, that's why I can't do the the Bible on my phone very well, because I just get so distracted. Uh, So yeah, just some practical things that we can can think through and be consistent with it. What would would you guys say as far as just, I mean, we're, we're, we're asking people to jump in, inviting them in encouraging people to spend some time, you know, you just said 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, some people go, man, unless I can spend an hour, it's not worth it. What, what have you guys found is kind of a, a good rhythm of, of kind of time that, that seems doable and, and will maintain kind of enough consistency, spending time with the Lord and also going about the life that we all kind of have. Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me, it's, um, if it's too short of a time, I don't feel like I have time to really kind of engage with it. Um, so, I mean, really 15 to 20, 30 minutes, if I have that much time, uh, just to, like I said, just a shorter section of scripture and try and meditate on it. Think about it. Um, think about how that applies during my day. Um, yeah. Any more than that is really hard. Once my kids start getting up and, um, are around the house making noise or different things, uh, then it's just harder to really concentrate. But yeah, so that's probably. Do you like me. silence? Do you I, need silence? I love. Oh, silence. I'm the opposite. Yeah, yeah. it's silent. I get fixated <laughs> on like the, like a second hand of a clock, and then I can't think about anything else. I got to have lots of noise lots around. Of chaos. Yeah, yeah. I, I what I always tell people is be just be realistic. Like people make these grand declarations, you know that they I'm gonna read. I'm gonna spend two hours a day in the Bible, and then they. They don't because life happens. And then within, you know, eight or nine days, then they just mount shame on themselves because they failed a goal that they set. And the goal was unrealistic to begin with. Uh, And so just if you're here and you're starting clarity and maybe right now you only are reading it on your phone or something like that, uh, maybe it's carve out some time uh, with your Bible at home or somewhere and just make a practice of that. It's good. Yeah, I think... In looking at this with the daily readings, it's just being uh, mindful that the goal isn't to check off all of these boxes for 365 days this year. The goal really is just to fall more in love with Jesus. And so don't see it as um, just this this weight that we have to, like a, an assignment, but just something that we get to enjoy together um, and do. And I think, you know, even thinking about like family, uh, thinking through with our families, this is a great tool for, um, to, to use with your families, with your kids. And, uh, just some four, four questions that are really helpful. What you can do is really with any of these daily Bible readings, you can ask these four questions is just gather everybody together. Um, tell them what the, the verses are for that day, the passage for that day. And then, 
just ask them to think through, what does this teach me about God? What does this teach me about me? What do I need to do in response? And what questions do I have? And pretty much any age of kid is able to do that on some level. Um, so depending on their age, they might come back with, uh, you know, deeper answers or whatever, but it's just great discussion questions. And you can do that with any of these daily Bible readings. It doesn't matter which uh, passage of Scripture. You can do that really with any passage of Scripture. Can you help us understand the family devos that are in there? You helped write some of these uh Help us make sense of those and how to use them. I'm, I'm guessing looking at it right before you gather your family, right at bedtime, may not go very well. So how does this work in your house? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, yeah, the the family discipleship rhythms, we wanted to kind of create these rhythms in homes of uh, the families here at Fellowship. And so it's based on these three things, on prayer, practices, and then moments and memories. And so there's a section on family discipleship rhythms during each of the seasons in Clarity as it's focused on uh, just the the church calendar. Um, and so like uh, there's a different prayer in there and it's uh, just kind of a written prayer uh, that y'all can pray together. Uh, and in, in my house, it seems like there's kind of something special about repeti- repetition and liturgy. Um, you know, as a family, we could take turns reading that. Uh, and then by the end of that season, as we're praying that same prayer, we begin to memorize that. Uh, and then we can encourage each other in that we're praying the same prayer throughout the day. Uh, Then each season has a different practice, maybe worship or reflection or fasting that uh, our family can kind of focus on. And there's different ideas for how you can do this, but feel free to find other ways to to practice these with your family. And then there's just moments and memories, and that's just designed to help you take advantage of every moment that you have and build memories together. So uh, there's some ideas for how you can do that here in Northwest Arkansas, but uh, yeah, you can take advantage of all those. Like I'm even noticing on page 55, it says like have a no complaining day. Like, well, what would that do to our families if we just had a no complaining day? I could use that in my family. Uh, Finn, I think we all could. Yeah, I think Aaron too. I'm I'm just looking here through all of the the passages of scripture that have been chosen. I mean, we were really intentional about the ones that we chose. A lot of it is. I mean, we're getting a clear picture of Jesus, but um, a lot of these passages that have been chosen are designed to be uh, communal as well as individual. And so de- depending upon your your comfortableness uh, that you have with the scriptures, you're going to be able to step in and lead your family. You're going to be able to step in and work with someone in discipleship, or you're going to be able to step in for the first time and to engage this. It's a whole lot of verses about Jesus coming from the gospels, a lot of Psalms, a lot of Proverbs, a lot of good wisdom and truth that's going to be there kind of coming from the verses and then some some practical theology kind of later. But um, this whole thing is going to parallel what is being taught on Sunday. Uh, the idea is for this to be um, a partnership with the church and with your family and what all is going to be happening on Sunday morning. And so we're going to be teaching through a lot of these passages and then supplementing them with the daily readings. And so coming to church, um, you're going to get a clear picture of Jesus by making church a priority for your family and for the people in your community and people that you're going to school with. And so coming to church, then following it up on a consistent basis with these readings and these kind of discussions and reflections is, is what it's going to kind of take and what you're going to benefit from as we hope to see and, and gain a clear picture of Jesus. So regardless of the congregation, they find themselves in Mosaic, Fayetteville, CR, uh, Sunday morning in XNA campus. Uh, any final advice or wisdom you'd have just as we, as we walk through this year, which with all this great content for us. Uh, I think, uh, I think that it is going to be, 
it, it, it is set up to where um, if you can let this be a priority in your season of life, wherever you are spiritually, if if you can make this a priority, then then you are going to benefit greatly. It is going to be a um, it's going to be a significant uh, experience for you to come and be a part of. And if you miss a week, you know what? You're going to catch back up on the next one. Give yourself so, some grace. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be okay. And so we're asking you to participate. This is not about perfection. It's about participation. And we want you to experience God in a new and a fresh way as we get to see a clear picture of Jesus. Yeah, I would say that uh, just keep in mind as you're going through this, uh, as we go through this together, that's really the, the key is the connection. We all want to connect with one another, but ultimately connect with Christ. And so just seeing the connection that we have as the body of Christ here at Fellowship, um, I just think that's a, a pretty awesome deal. So just keep that in mind that the goal, uh, like Finley said, isn't isn't perfection. We're not trying to just check these boxes. It's connection with one another and connection with our Savior. Well, this has been really helpful. I think this gives us just some good tracks to run on for this year. And so uh, thank you all both very much. Uh, We are really excited uh, to get to walk alongside this journey with you all in Clarity uh, as a family of faith. So this has been Clarity as we're seeking uh, to get a clearer picture of Jesus in this upcoming year.